Like a deer in the headlights or gum in your hair, what got you here will not get you there. Join us as business owners get unstuck in real time on the business building struggles we all share. Welcome to the Business Breakthrough Podcast. And here's your host, Esty Rand. The other thing as well is I designed the content in such a way that I wanted people to save it. Everything I made, I was like, if someone was gonna save this, what would I have to do? And then a layer above that, how can I create something so awesome that people wanna share it with like two or three friends? So each post I made of carousels, I would always have a checklist at the end. I would put not too much information in, but I put enough information in, because, so much so that, they, that someone would feel like they would forget it. So you would swipe through it. And at the end, you're like, I'm not gonna remember this, but this was awesome, save. And then I wanted to be thought provoking enough that they're like, I wanna send this to my friend, Steve, cause this is gonna annoy Steve. And I can prove Steve that I was right. This conversation I was having at work the other day with him. And I saw a lot of this, see what I was telling, like I would see someone sending um, my post to someone and then they would drop a comment. See Steve, I told you this on Friday. <laughs> you know, people were kind of jabbing each other um, and it was really interesting. And then the last thing is people would feature in their stories and they would tag me and then I would feature them on my stories and then that started trending as well. So I really created content that was um, something that people felt like was theirs, that they that way they, they could keep and distribute how they please. And I had a lot of copycats, um, but you know, that's another conversation for another day, but that, that actually helped me. Because every time I'd have a copycat, um, they usually tag me and people would find me anyways and um, notice that I was the original author of that content anyhow. So, um, but yeah, so the last few things are, you know, don't worry about hashtags. Everyone immediately has the hashtag conversation. And I'm like, no, no, like you need a brand. Don't worry about hashtags. You need a brand number one. And what's better than a hashtag is content that people want to share. Because if someone takes that post and puts it on their story, that's, you know, potentially hundreds or thousands of people, they're going to see that, like guarantee that they're going to see that. A hashtag is a maybe, a share is a guarantee. So build your content to be shared. Don't build your content for hashtags. Um, if you do need hashtag tips, certainly use hashtags. Um, make sure that they're actually relevant to what you're posting. Um, nothing's more frustrating when I type in hashtag branding and I see chicks with duck lips. I'm like, that's not branding. Like, you know, like you're abusing the hashtag system. Um, so please be accurate with your hashtagging. But here's the thing. If your hashtags don't work, doesn't mean the content's bad. It just means maybe you don't have a community yet. You don't have fans yet and you don't have a brand yet. So for sure you want to leverage hashtags, but they're only maybe five to 10% of the game. The other 90% is your brand, your niche, the quality of your content. And the most important thing is, are you engaging with your community? And, and, and when I say engage, I'm not making, I'm not, I don't mean like quick comments. I mean like actually talking to them, like actually having meaningful conversations because people will not forget that. And as, and as soon as you converse back and forth three or four times, they're like, this person's my friend now. You know what I mean? They just assume you're their friends. So if you can create that at scale, um, that's really going to help you grow your page. Assuming your content is good. Oh, okay. That was a little, I was taking notes. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I taking yeah. Notes. So that's part that. of the cake. There's more to it, but that that's, that's probably the most important stuff to get started. That's the basic eggs, stuff. Milk, 
sugar, like your basic ingredients. Yeah, the basics. You can make wedding cakes if you want, but that's that's like a nice little mud cake that you can make on the weekend, you know? Yeah. I love it. And I'll tell you, so I'm big on LinkedIn. I'm decent on Instagram, but I'm big on LinkedIn. And it's not so different. It's really not so different. So the nuances are different, but I find that all social media platforms, they're similar because they're kind of all cakes, right? So different. So you got an orange cake and a vanilla cake and a wedding cake and a seven layer cake. So there's different kinds of cakes. I teach them as parties uh, that you're joining a party, but the basic strategies, and, and I love you saying this, is like I'm filtering everything you're saying through like a LinkedIn lens. Like, okay, yes, yes, yes. So there are slight nuances, right? Hashtags on LinkedIn are total trash. Um, and people probably won't consider you the best friend if you DM them a few times, they're first going to think you're trying to sell them something. So like there are some nuances, but the basic the basic idea of getting out there to provide value for people, you know, yeah. and in general in business, I think so many people, and I wonder if you've come across this, those who are really successful are out there to give, right? Those who are, who fail yep. again, they're there to take. They think that running a business means selling things and taking your money and convincing you to buy stuff. And, it, and then they get stuck every time because it's not what it's about. It's about being out there to give. How can I provide value? And then I'll get money in exchange for that value I provide, but how can I get out there to provide value? You wanna be successful in social media, same recipe. How can I get out there to provide value? And then you give these great parameters, right? I love the specificity of it. Um, and LinkedIn is different in that way. Like you don't need to do the same thing every time, every time, every time you get known for like a theme more. Yeah, um, yeah. Than a specific look in the same way, but Instagram is so visual, such a visual yeah. platform that, yeah, like I'm thinking about it. I, when I see your content, I'm like, oh, there's this stuff again. It's like, I know it's yeah. yours. I know I want to read it. And you're right. Yeah, it's wow. The same feeling every time. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, because, you know, uh, branding is, is selling feelings. You know, I made it, my most recent post is about this, and I use Christmas as a metaphor. But it's like, what does Christmas sell? Like, you know, people like, oh, candy canes and, and, and um, you know, gumdrops and, and stockings and presents and reindeers and Christmas lights. It's like Christmas sells family joy and cheer. Yeah. Like anytime you see a Christmas ad, they're like family joy. Like they're selling the emotions behind it. Oh. And then you go buy all that crap afterwards. Right. So yeah. it's, it's almost like when you're building a brand and you're putting content out on Instagram or LinkedIn, are you branding, are you trying to push your product, or are you trying to go, Hey, here's a feeling, here's a nugget. Here's something you can take with you. Um, you're a business owner and you want success. Here's a post about how you can have that. You're selling that feeling and then creating a conversation. So if you want to crush it in 2021 and you want to make a lot of money, it's all about conversation. Can you create a mechanism to create conversations? Not a mechanism to promote your products, a mechanism to have conversations. And if you can do that successfully, where you have a lot of people wanting to talk to you, then you can very quickly using sales methods, turn that into a profitable business. Um, so, you know, almost flip your, your message on your head. Like if you're creating content on LinkedIn and you're trying to get attention, um, it's like, how can I create content that, that is thought provoking? That's going to make people want to go, Hey man, I have a question about that. Can I ask you a question? Let's shoot you a message. Hey, I just have a question about this post. What did you mean by saying this? I'll, I will often intentionally create a post that I will often intentionally create a post that kind of doesn't make sense. Cause I'm, you might see this on my page time to time. I'm like, Oh, I want to do a few extra leads this week. I'll pick, I'll make a post that's intentionally vague because people can ask me questions. Hey man, what did you mean by that? That's a great question. Tell me about business. Oh, I own a shoe business in New York, blah, 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 blah. Oh, how long have you run it? Oh, five years. Oh, that's fantastic, man. Want to hop on a zoom call? Yeah, sure. Hop on the zoom call. Tell me about your business. This, 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 Mr. Customer, you have a branding problem. 
really? Yeah, you know, your, your website's out of date. You don't run ad campaigns effectively. Here's a solution for you. We have a cheap academy over here or we can offer you a, a workshop. No, I want to do the workshop. Cool, you know, and then we take them on that journey. So it's, it's all about, yeah, creating, com creating content that creates conversations. I think if you can do that in a, in a valuable given way, like it has to give value 90% of the time. You know, I think I've done one post on my page where I promoted something and that, um, that was my post about my academy and I was doing a sale on it for Black Friday. That's the one post out of an entire year where I was like, buy my stuff. And it went viral. Like the hashtags went viral. We had hundreds upon hundreds of comments. We had tens and tens and tens of thousands of dollars in sales. Um, and, and it was like the only time I did it. So Gary Vee's model of jab, jab, right hook certainly works. But if every second or third post looks like that, you're very, gonna, you're very quickly going to scare away your audience. Totally. I would like to say, so I look at it as a party more than a cake, right? So if there's all these people at a party, right? Your website, it's your house, it's your store, people are coming to you. Social media, there's this party going on 24 seven and you're coming to it, you know? So like someone sees your post about your sale, like, oh my God, that went viral. I should do something just like that. And then they post their sale. They look just like yours and they get crickets. Why? Because you've spent an entire year in this conversation at this party, talking to people, creating connections, part of a community. So it's like, you're like, yes, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I'm speaking. Oh, by the way, guys, I've got this thing. I was like, Oh my God. Awesome. 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 That other person walks up. There's this like group of people talking. It's like, Hey, everybody got a thing. I'm like, I don't know who the hell I am. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. You give me no value, man. Get away from me. Freak. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Pe people want value. People want value. Yeah. Like if, 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 yeah, if they feel like you, you're just trying to sell something, uh, unfortunately, you know, that's not going to be a fun conversation for you. Totally. So, so transition again, tell us a little more about a current struggle because you created so much success so quickly, which is incredible. Yeah. Where does that land you now? Great question. Um, you know, this, this is going to sound a little bit arrogant, but it's just, it's the truth. So we have a team now of, of eight people. Um, and, um, you know, we're building websites, we're building logos, we're building brand strategies, marketing strategies. Um, we're, we're finding that most customers, uh, even though they need branding and marketing, they have a problem with their business. They, they have a problem with their operations and their leadership. So one of the big struggles right now is, is even though we can deliver on these other products and we're doing a fantastic job, people are still like, oh, but like, how do I grow my business? So one struggle is that, you know, we're, we're trying to help develop um, a new program to help people actually grow their companies. And it's quite difficult to measure that out because there's so many variables of what can happen. So we've quickly realized that that's not an easy program to sell. <clears throat> it's something that's probably going to be um, some type of workshop over the period of a year. It's like going to take you a year to complete this project. So <clears throat> that's really tremendously hard to execute. Um, aside from that, um, we, we've been turning down a, a good like 50% of our leads um, because people come to us and we legitimately don't have the capacity to take on that project. So we have too far too many inquiries and leads and not enough team to back it up. And um, so the challenge right now is trying to find the right people to come onto the team to, to help participate in creating a greater capacity for the agency so that we can deliver on that. You know, we're talking about, we're turning away, you know, 60,000, $80,000 clients like regularly because we're like, we just don't unfortunately have the time or the attention to detail. We could certainly sell it and then fumble our way through it. But you know, we're, we're much more geared towards delivering something that's, that's actually going to hit the mark as opposed to just making, cause we don't want to tarnish our brand and our reputation. We'd much rather, you know, say no to a client. 
So the biggest challenge for me is, um, is, is hiring and finding the right people, which we're doing. We're, we're doing that actively. We're slowly finding the right people. But the biggest challenge is just time management. It's just, you know, um, being loyal to my Instagram following and then also being equally loyal to my team and then being loyal to my newborn baby and my fiance. So that's those three things. Like they take up so much time. Like my Instagram page by itself is a full-time job. Um, my, my agency, I don't have enough time in a day to make sure that we're across everything. So half of me is training the team and helping them do the job for them and with them to show them how to do it. The other part of me is going, I'm going to have to leave you with that. Now I'm going to have to jump on this, this phone call. Then I have to jump back onto my Instagram. Then I have to, you know, the baby's crying. So it's awesome. And I'm not complaining, but that's the challenge for me is I'm like, man, I wish I had about 48 hours a day as opposed to 24. That would be fantastic. Um, I wish I didn't have to sleep. If I could have one superpower it would be not sleeping. <laughs> um, so I just, yeah, I'm in that place now where I'm, I'm in that ugly zone between being a one man band and, and effectively having a team that's running itself. And by the way, my team are freaking insane. These, these guys are phenomenal. Um, they crush it. They're better at me than everything. Um, you know, they're better copywriters than me, better designers than me, um, better salespeople than me. Like I am not exceptional at, at, at like most things. I am quite exceptional at finding obscure ideas on how to build a brand. That's my superpower. And I'm really good at getting attention and keeping it and maintaining it. Um, I am for sure a fantastic salesman, but these guys just, they, they run circles around me. So I'm really grateful for them. But yeah, the tricky thing is just making sure I have time for them so that they feel supported and, and nurtured and taken care of. So as, as the family and, and, and so do my audience, I feel like honestly, the, the biggest, um, the biggest struggle currently has been, I wish I wish I had more time in a day and, um, my, my, uh, yeah, I, I definitely want to devote more time to Instagram. However, I haven't had the opportunity to, and here's my biggest regret. Had I had more time for Instagram, I could probably honestly say I'd be around 300,000 followers right now. Had I had a bit more time to devote to that, but that's okay because of that time that was invested there was diverted to Instagram and family. Um, but I'm excited for what the future holds because I really want to start doing video content and, um, and, and launching other branding materials. So can I offer a thought? Because I have worked with many, many people like you over the years. Yeah, I'm oh, open to it. So yes. you already know this. I'm going to tap into something you already know, which is that what gets you from A to B doesn't get you from B to C. Right? Yeah, exactly. It doesn't get you from C to D. So you made a very quick jump, A to B, right? Yeah. So you started, you were just you. Yeah, and I, I did the exact same journey, right? I started, I was just a freelancer with big dreams. And, uh, and you hit B, which is like, you got a company, right? And you've stabilized it. Like, you know, and this is part of, you know, what, what I teach and, and you teach the same thing. We're very similar in this way. You know what you need to do to turn the faucet on and off right? You know what you need to do to generate business consistently. You know what you can do to stop it if you so choose. Yeah. And, and that's incredible because when you hit that, you have a confidence. You'll never go hungry again, right? You know what you know and you know how to make things work. And then suddenly you're sitting with the business. So what you do now is fundamentally different than what you did in the beginning. Yes? Correct. The mistake that so many people make in your position is thinking that to get to the next level, you just need to keep doing what you're doing now a little bit more or different or balanced and it's wrong what you mm. need to do next is fundamentally different than what you do now 
to the extent of how different now is than it was originally, that's how different <laughs> there is to where you are now. Exactly. The struggle of more time here, more time there, no offense, all of that's wrong. Like it's all wrong. Yeah. It's looking at what is and saying, okay, to get there, I just need to balance this better. Uh-uh. Less sleep, not the answer. More hours, not the answer. Completely different operationally is the answer. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm glad you touched on that. Um, Cause we're over the, over the, I'm taking 10 days off over the 10 days is, is me and my co-founder are building uh, a completely new model by which to manage the team. Um, because yeah, setting up better systems and processes, that's, that's our obsession right now. And, and I should have highlighted that, but yeah, we're, we're operating at our, our, our old ways and we've identified that sure as heck is not going to get us no. to, you know, B to C. So what got out our agency A to B was fantastic. And, and we're in that ugly transition stage. I like your, I like your, how you've, uh, explained it. We're now trying to go from A to B to B to C and that's this weird little pocket in the oh, middle there's always that weird little state <laughs> as you start to move yeah. and we all hit it right this yeah you know, call it first world problems there's still problems problems of success still problems right everyone's got their challenge their struggle it's really hard when you're just starting out and you can't make ends meet and it's also hard when you're trying to grow the team and you're being overwhelmed and it's also hard when you have so many demands in your time and you want to help so many people and you have a new baby that's amazing you know thank and you so much yeah. you. how old's your baby yeah She's uh, three and a half months, and this morning, um, this morning was the cutest thing. She was laying on her back between uh, me and her mom, and this is like the cutest thing. She just learned this today. She looked at me and she like smacked me in the face and laughed, and I laughed. And then she would like roll back to her mom, and then she'd roll back over and smack me in the face again. And she did like twenty times. I was like, "Oh, you're a little human now. You're being cheeky." So that was really cute. Um, it's really cool seeing someone go from like just pretty much used to sitting there and yeah, just crying and just cry yeah, just a lump all day, just crying and spewing. And all of a sudden, she's smacking me in the face, laughing at me. I was like, "That's awesome." That's what I need from my baby. <laughs> Amazing. No, I'm, I'm, I have five children, so I have um. A oh wow! Damn. Yeah. That's a lot I've of kids. I've been there. I got lost laughs in the face. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I like what you say. I like what you say about the B to C because, like, that's that's the that's the tricky thing. I think that's where a lot of business owners go wrong. And um, you know, as we're developing our processes for ourselves, we're teaching our, our our academy students like how they can do the same. Because a lot of business owners will go A to B and they'll blow up. They'll build like a really successful like law firm or a really successful insurance company or a really successful um, credit um, application or whatever they're doing, right? We work with a lot of banks. You know, we work with everything from CBD products right through to, you know, banks. So like and everything in between. So it's a bit of a bit of a weird jump between brands sometimes. Yeah. But yeah, the biggest struggle for most people is going from B to C and trying to identify where they're really struggling. And the honest truth is most of them don't want to have the conversation that you and I just had where they're being real with themselves and going, actually, I'm not operating the right way. So coming into January, February next year, our main hire is like, how can I replace me? So yeah. everything I'm doing right now, that that's the next hire. So the it's person always who's operational, by the way, the jumps, yeah. look at it, the, the beginning that zero to one, that's just, do I have something? Do I have something? Do I have something that people want to buy? Right. Do I have something then to get from one to two? Can I stabilize it? That's always the marketing journey. Right. So to me, First level is profitability. Do I have something that will actually earn me money more than it costs me? <laughs> Can I earn more than it costs me to earn this money? Right? So level one is financial. Yeah. Level two is marketing. Can I grow this? Can I stabilize it? Can I provide enough value consistently, replicably, again, again, that I can rely on this. It's all marketing. But B2C is all operational. 
can I replace me? Can I get this thing working so well that it's like clockwork, that every time you walk into a McDonald's anywhere in the world or a Target anywhere across America, you have the same experience. And the guy who owns Target isn't in any of those stores. Yeah. And it's fundamentally different as zero to one is and one to two is, two to three is. Exactly. Yeah. And, and it's a good, and, you know, I, I made a post about, um, I can't remember the guy that started McDonald's, but he, he would literally train his team. Yeah. Ray Kroc, he would, he would ask his team, Hey guys, like, if you, if you don't say, do you want fries with that? You're going to lose your job. Right. Like that's how important their system was. He's like, if you don't say it, you're, you're not out. doing your job. You're right. out. You know, um, that's, out. There's a great book that if you haven't read, and I don't remember the title, oh man, um, but I forget the book. I think it might be called A Players. It's basically as you scale, you want the cheapest A players. I know that sounds weird, but um, just imagine it like this. You have a law firm, right? And so, yeah, your lawyers, are they're not going to be minimum wage employees, but you want the cheapest lawyers at the top tier you could get for what you need yeah. to scale. So that makes your, your financials and your, your structure work. So figuring out who to hire, how to hire, how to structure, how to replace yourself, how to get it replicable and going while having it run off your energy, but not literally suck your energy. Um, yeah. It's that fun balance. And there was one other thing that I had to tell you, I was taking notes. When you're talking about your new program to help people grow their companies, it's a mastermind. That is, that is yeah. what masterminds to me are meant for, right? Because I've been doing yeah. Very similar stuff. And it's just so clear. Like when you get to that level, you can't do it. Like we have an eight week program, right? That teaches that, you know, that one to two phase, that marketing strategy, getting it stable, getting it growing, knowing you can rely on it. Um, but when you get to two to three, it's six months to a year. It's yep. longer. People are busier and you're not just educating, you're transforming the way they run things. Yeah. Yeah, you're doing all ugly stuff you don't want to do. You know, you're, you're, you're finding bookkeepers, you're doing financial statements, you're doing financial projections, you're doing like a lot of stuff that's not fun. Um, and you're trying to autonomize everything and, and make sure that, you know, um, yeah, yeah, like our objective, and, and this is one quote that we're, we're living by in our businesses, millionaires talk about money, billionaires talk about systems. Like millionaires and billionaires are not the same people dramatically different. What makes Elon Musk successful is different to what makes Richard Branson successful. You know, I would actually put both of those people in dramatically different categories. Um, even though they're both dramatically successful, they both operate very differently. Um, you know, to be truth be told, um, Elon Musk is a master of systems. Richard Branson is a master of sales and ideas. Um, you know, um, so when it, yeah, when it comes, and I don't want to offend too many people, but I would say Elon Musk knows how to set up and develop a system that functionally works. And, you know, when you go back through history, Henry Ford is the master of systems, Ray Kroc, master of systems, Steve Jobs, a master of systems. Like if you can be the best at just getting yourself out of a job and a lot of business owners struggle with this because they want to be the, they want to be the one pointing fingers around and, you know, in control and, 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 and it's really hard for them to let go. You have to build a system for you to let go. Uh, a good book for that is the e-myth and that talks about the journey from, you know, running a pie shop to then running a pie franchise and then being on a, on a, on a, on a holiday in Tahiti, like, you know, so how, do, how does that journey progress? And it's all about doing it yourself, building a system around it, training other people on how to manage and, 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 and be operational in that system. And then also how to teach the system and then you can step out of it. By the way, all those pieces are important. People neglect the piece of doing it yourself because they get to the point where they're like, okay, you know what, forget it. Let me just hire someone, let them figure it out. And it's like, no, no. Mm. Like in the beginning, you need yeah. to be part of it. You need to own it and then you can let it go. And I find so yeah. many 
people just try to hand it over. And I think Emith might even talk about this. I haven't read it in ages. But when you just hand it over, it's, it's not deleg de delegation, it's resignation very often. Yeah. Right? People, you, you <laughs> have a place of ownership, not a place of whatever I can't. You can't delegate yeah. delegation. Okay, that's ostriching. And when you're an ostrich, all you end up doing is spitting rocks. It doesn't help. Yeah, it's almost like uh, we talk to a lot of business owners that are like, I just want to delegate my social media. And here's the kicker. They want a social media page that's about them as a person and their brand. Exactly. They don't, touch, they don't want to touch it. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to message. I don't want to DM people back. That's below me. And I'm like, I don't care. Like I, I'll get on calls with clients. So like, I don't want to DM my people that DM me. How can I delegate it? I'm like, don't do it yourself. I don't want to do it myself. I don't have time. That's an excuse. Gary Vee does it himself. That guy is as busy as anyone on the planet. If he has time to reply to 400 DMs a day, so do you. That time you spend, you know, eat, you know, uh, watching Netflix or kicking it on the couch, open your phone. Um, you're you the CEO. You want people, yeah, no, you want people to follow. Yeah. I do a lot of voice note replies, just easier for me. Yeah. To and also I find people, then they really know it's me. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Oh my gosh. We could keep talking forever, forever. We got to wrap. So I tell everyone how they can best find you. Yeah. Um, check me out on Instagram. Um, if you just type in Dane Walker and, um, Yes, yeah, send me a DM. I will reply eventually. Um, but yeah, if, if you want if you want more information, um, yeah, ask me any any questions you might have, and and um, myself and my team are here certainly here to help. Amazing. And then one little surprise, which I didn't warn you about, um, but you do have stuff you can lean on. I like to ask all my guests for a quote at the end. Doesn't have to be your favorite one of all time, but it can be. You've given me a couple really good ones, so you can lean on any of the ones you've already given me, or you can give me a different one. Mm, that's a good question. Like my favorite quote, or a personal quote of mine any all both i'm quote obsessed yeah um i think this one that i said before the call and and this one is it's it's kind of interesting to meditate on i'll give you two um one's a bit of a weird one um the first one is um if i guess a business is a marketing plan that works i love that as you know i wrote yeah. that down i saw it on your on your page <laughs> as well and it's, yeah. it resonates with me so strongly because I keep telling people when we do the marketing strategy, they build a marketing strategy. I'm like, that is 90% of a small business success. The rest of it is yeah. just a little bit of numbers, a little bit of staffing if you need it. And like, you get this, you got 90%. Yeah. Because it, it, it's like a car is the chassis. That's your business. The chassis of a car uh, is, a, is your business. The marketing plan is the, in the engine. You can't get anywhere without the engine. The engine is the marketing plan. It's like, how do we get clients in the door spending money? That is a business. Um, so when you hear marketing strategy, that should probably take up 40% of your budget annually. At least if you're not spending 30 to 40% of your income back into marketing, um, you know, you're, you're not playing the big leagues yet. So I always encourage people and implore people to, you know, certainly take marketing strategy seriously and if you're not adept with it find someone that you can trust that is going to be very honest with you to help you build and develop it yeah um the second quote the second quote is um albert einstein um it's a it's one that every time i read this quote and i'm going to pull it up just because i don't want to get it wrong um but every time i read this quote it, it hits me differently um i think i'm going to try and quote it but I, want to, I would rather get it perfectly right. Uh, cool. All right. So everything is energy and that's all there is to it. 
match the frequency of the reality you want and you cannot help but get that reality. It can be no other way. This is not philosophy. This is physics. What I take from that is he's basically saying that if you don't have what you want, you the wrong radio channel. You need to change how you think and how you live to attract new things. Um, the reason this resonates with me is this is something I would read every day when I was broke. And I was reading this every day around the time that my business took off because I was intrinsically trying to change who I was and how I, how I vibrated as a being. I started going from fear and lack to I have abundance, it just hasn't arrived yet. I have plenty of opportunities, I just haven't explored them yet. I just changed how I thought and you know, woo woo or not, um, everything um, started to shift quite dramatically in my life. So I think as soon as you acknowledge that you, you live in an ocean of frequencies and you change yours, uh, life becomes a heck of a lot easier. It's so true. And just yeah. know, like, <laughs> I, I, I like, oh my God, we could have an entire other show on just this topic. But I, yeah, have to say it's true. I agree. Every, every successful person I know and have ever worked with they either know this actively or they live it subconsciously. Yeah. This is the answer. Some people know it and they do it on purpose and some people just do it and that's why it works for them. And they don't even realize why it works. Yeah. This yeah. Unconsciously. Yeah. yeah. You have to be, you have to be equipped if you're going to be self-sabotaging and all the rest of it. Uh, it's going to be very hard to build a business, but yeah, I guess taking control of your unconscious mind and programming it in the way that serves you is certainly one of the best ways to change your life. Totally. Again and again and again. Just write down that quote. Everything is energy. <laughs> um, and read it again and again until you're there. Yeah. And this has been so amazing. Thank you so, Thank you. so much for joining me. Tremendously valuable. Guys, all of you, you know someone who needed to hear this. You know someone who's been dabbling on Instagram and not quite getting it. Or even if they're doing well, they can do better if they get a little bit better recipe. So share the love share the wisdom, share the knowledge and subscribe because you know, it's awesome. And we will catch you next week. You've been listening to the business breakthrough podcast with SD Rand. If you're looking for a breakthrough in your business, reach out at sdrand.com slash breakthrough to be a guest on the show. Everyone's got a business struggle. What's yours? 